Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Movies and a Close on of Wrestling. LJH here. Hope everybody had a great week. There's a lot to cover. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We got some movie news, but not a lot. This will mostly be a wrestling podcast, and I'm not going to lie. It'll mostly be WWE. Again, like I said, we're on the road to WrestleMania, so there's a lot to cover. But before I get into that, um, I do want to address um, a few sad passings this week. Uh, legendary actor Luke Perry, um, 90210, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he's... Is currently on the show Riverdale, um, has unfortunately passed away, and WWE future Hall of Famer and WWE legend King Kong Bundy has also passed away, so I want to do a 10 ring salute to them, so if you give me a moment of silence, that'd be awesome. Alright, so, we're going to kick things off for a second, but I wanted to introduce my, my buddy Joey, he's here again joining us, so I'm let him take the mic for a second. Well, hello there. And we know we're going to get right into it. So let's bounce off the ropes, hit that clothesline, because here comes the wrestling. Alright, so we're on the road to WrestleMania. Fastlane is this Sunday, or happened already, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But let's just get right into it. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns have reformed the Shield again. Now, I have my feelings about this. But I'm going to take it over to the person that I like to call the S.H.I.E.L.D. expert. Because he's been down since day one. So. Alright. So we've put the S.H.I.E.L.D. back together again. How many times now? Three? Four times? Yeah, three, four. And no one, no one's bigger into the S.H.I.E.L.D. than I am. You know. I've been. I've been with those guys since day one. I. Knew they were going to be something special. But when does putting a team back together become too much? My hope is this time we are going to get a better shield. Because there was, as much as I love getting them getting back together or splitting up, you know, they've had problems with injuries and sicknesses. And the last right. couple runs have not been successful. Right. So... They really need to try this time. The Shield used to just run over anybody. Nobody was safe. The main card guys, Cena, Sheamus, Ryback, those guys, nobody was safe. 
Then they started putting them back together, and they were getting beat up by, you know, everybody. Yeah. They need to be the dominant force, especially if this is it. Since they're calling this the last time. I agree with that. Um, they need they need momentum going into Mania, all three of them. So I can see why they're doing this as well. I just, you know... Let's just, you know, while we're on the topic, uh, let's just discuss Dean for a second here. Did Vince do this to convince Dean to stay with the WWE? Or is this just a final run and they're like, you know what? After this, you can, if, if, if you still want to leave, cool. But your options are open to Hank. The options are open for you to stay with your friends. Yes. I would not be surprised if that is the case. I mean, what I find funny is, you know, we, we've talked about this before. Apparently, Roman was at a signing recently and a fan asked him how he felt about Dean leaving. And his response was, Basically what? Or, yeah, and like... It was... Yeah. It was... Trying to think of what it was. Oh, I'll take care of that. Yeah, something like that. And then, like, two days later, I happened to be going through the WWE dates, because I like to look ahead and see where they're going, and all of a sudden, Dean is advertised for five dates in May. But if he's leaving after WrestleMania, why does he suddenly have more dates that he's booked for? Now, granted, card is subject to change, but... It puzzles you. Waiting yeah. that long to suddenly just put dates in, and now all of a sudden they're putting the shield back together and everybody's friends again. Now, let's just, uh, we're going to discuss more rumors in a second here, but let's just discuss a couple, like, quick things. Um, this Sunday is Fast Lane, and it's Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley. Um, I've heard I've heard a popular group of wrestling news people call them the mid card of evil, which yeah. I think is hilarious. True, but uh, Shield momentum or Drew McIntyre momentum going into WrestleMania is the question here. Personally, you gotta put the Shield over, especially if you're building over Seth Rollins to be able to enslay the Beast. Brock Lesnar, but at the same time, where what are they gonna do with Drew McIntyre? Where does his momentum go? Where does Lashley's and Baron Corbin's momentum go into WrestleMania because of this? Um, personally, I think they're all those three men are gonna get thrown into some kind of giant ladder match for the Intercontinental Title, just because they've got nothing better to do. That's usually what happens. That's how you end up in that Intercontinental ladder match. You're either the champion or you're. We don't know what to do with you. That's yeah. really how you get into those matches. And that's the thing, if you're, if Dean is leaving, causing him, killing the Shield's momentum towards WrestleMania will make no sense if you're putting these guys back together. Right. Because there's no way they said, hey, the Shield's back together, but after Fastlane, they're going to be done. They're not going to do that. You know, they're going to drag this out as long as they can. And then I heard something the other day that I'm going to address real quick, and then we're going to, then we're going to move on. I'm also hearing that Seth Rollins now may not be facing Brock one-on-one. That it might be Seth versus Dean versus Roman versus Brock. Almost as if the Shield is saying, we don't care which one of us wins as long as the title is full-time on Raw. 
basically saying Brock's not leaving no matter what. I think that's a good idea. I do still think it should go with the original plan. It should go to Seth, but I'd be okay with it going on Dina Roman as well. Yeah. If I was going to book it, I would just keep it the way it is. But, like, during the match, just have the other two come down, you know, and cost Brock the title. Because, I have, one, I would like to see the title more than three times a year. That would be, you know. Right. When Roman had it, I was just starting to get used to seeing it again. Although, that color is just... I can't even with that color. But, um... I like the title, you know. It represents the colors of Raw, which I get. But... Yeah, at the same time, there are other ways to make a title. Yeah. For Raw that doesn't make it that maroon red color. <laughs> and while we're still on the subject of Dean and him leaving, do you remember the last time Dodie announced that a superstar was leaving when their contract expired? Yes, I do. Um, and what happened? What did they do? They announced it, and then what did that superstar do? Oh, you mean CM Punk? Yes. He stood around for another year and um, and cut a pipe bomb that McMahon thought was genius. And he came back, won the title, and then left for two weeks or something like that. And then all of a sudden, he was back for another year. So, unfortunately, with WWE recycling all the time... You're going to have to do a little better to convince me that he's actually leaving. I can agree with that. Um, having said that, Dean is Dean, Dean Dean's not having the amount of problems with the WWE that CM Punk claims that he had with the WWE. And I'll say claims because I, I still think a lot of it was bullshit. Um, but, you know, moving on. Um, let's talk about uh, a couple of... The recent releases, and yeah, let's talk about a couple of the recent releases and WWE request let goes that were done. Um, we'll start with the let go. Um, Ty Dillinger asked for his release, and he got it. He's the only one so far that has asked for a release and has got his release. Um, as excuse me, I just got corrected, as well as Hideo. Now. Ty Dillinger and Hodeo, um, I definitely think are AEW bound. Yes. Um, actually, he's already taking bookings for all over the place. If you go on his, his page now, you can see he's getting Yeah, booked. Ty Dillinger is going to do well. He's going to be... But Ty sure. Dillinger said he didn't leave because he was unhappy. He just felt it was time to move on. He goes, yeah. he was... He felt great being that superstar that you always see at the house shows, but hey, you know what? Somebody, I could do a little bit more than this. Yeah. And Hodeo and Tommy... WWE's put so much money into Hideo Tommy to make him the star that they thought that he could be. But he just, he basically couldn't cut it. So, I think it was more more along the lines of every time they would start pushing it, the injuries would just happen. Yeah. And um, it happens in, in this, in the sports entertainment So, world. I do wish Hideo Tommy luck. I know Ty Dillinger's going to do awesome. But maybe, yeah, hey, maybe Kenta's meant to be in AEW or something. Yeah, he's wrestling. But then... Sean Spears now, I believe, is what Ty Dillinger has changed his name yeah. to. Yeah. But he's then all over the place right now. And then let's also talk about um, the one that kind of shocked everybody because he was the first Cruiserweight champion, so you think that'd be kind of a little dear to Vince's heart. Um, depending on where you read, it's saying that he rubbed Vince the wrong way about getting a tattoo that he wasn't supposed to get or that um, it was over the recent tweet. But that's uh, TJ Perkins. Mm hmm. 
you know, when he when he first came in, I thought, oh, this is really cool. This is gonna. But then I was watching watching the way he was being used, and I'm like, he's gonna be gone. I said, all of a sudden, they're gonna say, you know, we got a lot of people here. Yeah. And it's it's right before WrestleMania, you know, it's we're in the cut season between before WrestleManias. We are in before WrestleMania's cut season. There's also the post WrestleMania one, but they didn't do anything for that last year. So maybe this is just trimming down the roster now to start this new era that they keep claiming they're going to be doing. Yeah. Plus, you know, we're getting call-ups galore. We're getting um, probably more after Mania itself. This is just when it happens to happen. Yeah. Um, we skipped the call-ups for SummerSlam, but that's because I, I honestly just... There was so much going on for SummerSlam weekend last year that I don't even think they knew what to do. But um, yeah, they were speaking of NXT call-ups... Um, let's go down the list here. I'm going to say my opinions. Joey will say his. Um, we're going to start with someone dear to Joey's heart. So I'll let him uh, talk first here. But I want to talk about the Miss Insane. The pretty. The one I like to call the Five Feet of Fury. At, not Alexa Bliss, but Five Feet of Fury of like that crazy girl you just have to love. I want to talk about Nikki Cross for a second. So, first of all, I still think she should have come up with the rest of Sanity because she's just as much a part of that group as anybody else is. At the same time, them waiting to bring her up may have saved her because Sanity's fighting on Twitter to get a match half the time. Yeah, you know, true. They're, they're struggling. I love Nikki Cross, and I would... As much as I would love her to join the rest of them on SmackDown... I think staying on Raw would probably be her best bet. Because going to SmackDown, she's going to end up getting put back with Sanity. And then her and her fiancé, Killian Dane, will have that problem. Yeah. They'll be never getting booked and you'll never see them. I can agree with that. I do think Nikki Cross is going to do bigger things. Uh, I do want maybe... I don't see her getting a single tag team... A single title run but maybe a tag team run providing put the right person because that right person is not going to be Alicia Fox but we'll get into that a little later yeah no I could I could see her winning the singles title too but I could see them booking the title win in the same way they would book like Ambrose to win the title like or our truth by accident yeah you know yeah it's she could win the title she could be in the match and everybody would forget about her and then all of a sudden she wins the title and everybody's like wait hold on <laughs> there she is um the other one I want to talk about is one I'm beginning to like. Um, I like how they're promoting her, how she walks down the ramp. They talk about, she basically just walks down the ramp and says, hey, I'm coming, but you're not going to know when. I want to talk about Miss Woman's Rights, um, Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, I first of all, I love the character. I love the old, I, I love the old Marine look. And she's pretty. Um, if you watch NXT, she can wrestle her ass off. And she's just, to me, she's an all-out fun character. She's somebody to me, whether she's here or face, you're going to love. And I'm going to throw something out there to you guys that I don't remember her name on the show. But hopefully you all know what I'm talking about when you hear this. And I'm going to try to explain it the best I can. For those of you that were kids in the 90s and have watched the show Boy Meets World, does everybody remember that? Do you remember that girl, Joey, in Boy Meets World that dated Eric for a while? 
that had that big accent. And every time Sean did something, not, not Sean, every time Eric did something wrong, she would go on like a rampage. Like, I think you should do it this way, Eric. And, you know, she was like all like... Vaguely. She I... reminds me of her so much. And I think that's why I love the character. But you can tell me why you like Lacey Evans as well. All right. So when I first started watching Lacey in NXT, I don't know. I found her annoying. Like, like her whole thing was annoying and the way she did things. I was just like, this is, this is annoying. I was like, can we just skip to when Nikki Cross comes out here? Can we just skip ahead? But over time, she has grown on me. And she can wrestle. Yeah. To me, I don't like the just coming out, not wrestling, and going back. Because this is a good way for you to just keep doing that until someone gets bored and goes, eh, you, got, you, you know, you don't have to go out there. And then all of a sudden, you forget they called her up. I would like her to get in the ring a little more. I think she's going to. But I think what blocks a lot of them right now is the fact that WrestleMania, no matter how we look at it, is already booked. Yes, and... Hilariously, if you go to Lacey's Instagram and look at pictures of her, like outside of the ring, and then look at her when she's all all dressed up for for wrestling, they are almost two different people. I have never been did, so confused. You did show me. Yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> is that the same person? But I we want forget that they're people sometimes. We do. And I was, and I think to myself, I was like, I want big things for her. I really do. I'm just. Worried. I think they're coming. I'm just worried they're going to keep... Hey, go walk out there and come back, and then you're done for the night. I'm worried that that's going to be put on for too long. Now, let's discuss... Uh, moving on from Lacey. Let's talk about the tag team. Um, heavy Machinery. Tucker and Otis. Who just... Before we go any further, who just fell under the McMahon curse of the one-name gimmick only, but... That's that's just Vince cutting last names for whatever reason. Um, personally, I like Tucker Notice. I think they're hysterical. Um, the way that they have Otis B is hilarious. Absolutely, I, he's, he's hysterical. I like I like that team. I I do worry that they're gonna they're gonna be the joke team that everybody starts beating because it, they're just you know. They're there yeah. to make people I'm laugh. I'm worried they're going to fall into the Ascension thing as well. But having said that, I think they're going to be bigger than the Ascension. Yeah, and I love the Ascension. And there are, they were on Raw a couple a couple weeks ago. And they actually won a match. And I can't believe I actually said the words, wait, they actually won? Yeah, going I, back to, uh, before we get back into the uh, Otis and Tucker. And I, I say this from day one. The thing that killed the Ascension so quickly. And, you know, I apologize to Connor and... Victor. Victor, if they're listening to this. But the thing that killed them so quickly was the way they compared themselves to being Legion of Doom so quickly. Yeah. It actually hurt them. And, you know, and I, I still think that somehow they could crawl out of this and end up a oh, threat yeah. in the tag division. I just don't think they're being given the time. You know, they're... How many times have you really seen them on Raw since they got drafted? It's true. Five, six times. Yeah. And going and going back to uh, Heavy Machinery, if you watch NXT, they were bulldozing over people. Yeah. Like the Shield did originally. Yeah. Um, they were just running over everybody. I'm not sure if they won the NXT Tag Titles or not. Did they ever run? I think so. It's possible. Yeah. I, um, I, but I see big things from them. 
And the next one is Dear to Me. And the next call that I'm going to talk about is EC3. Um, EC3 is one of those competitors that was in WWE before um, under a different name. Now, whatever happened, happened. He got released. And it ended up being the best thing for him. He ended up um, getting a new persona. He ended up uh, wrestling for Impact Wrestling, becoming a multi-time world champion. Um, I believe he was ex-division champion. I believe he was even a tag team champion. He was able to reboot himself to the part where WWE went, wait, we need him now. It took a little longer than uh, I expected him to come back, but EC3 is definitely one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, it's somebody that I I don't like using this term because I, I feel it's a cheesy term, but I'm going to go ahead and say he's someone I marked out to a lot just because I'm, in, I'm, I'm inspired by him. I think his work is awesome. He can be technical. He can be a high flyer if need be at his weight, which is impressive. He can... He, he can basically do it all. I And I do see big things for EC3 as far as maybe mid-card title first, but don't take him out of being a world champion. Yeah. To get to your point, no, they did not win the tag titles. There you go. They did not. Uh, sure they you, had a lot of yeah. chances. Yeah, Harry Machine has not win. won the tag titles. But going into EC... Go going back to EC3, Joe, yeah. you're, you're... All right. So... When he came out there and Ambrose inter, 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 you know, interviewed him and he called him the Chippendale dancer that stands in the back, I thought, that's essentially what he's going to become if we don't start seeing some in action. Right. He's going to end up being, you know, that guy that goes, oh, he's just standing there. Eh, that's that guy. Okay. Mm. I could see him being mid-card champion, but I think he more than has proven that he could be a world champion. And he really needs to get up there. Yeah, now, and he's uh, he were face. He... Now, as much as, much as I would love to see these new guys get some shots up top, right now that main event scene is filled with a yeah. lot of guys. Like I said, wrestling is already set in stone, so a lot of the call-ups are going to basically wait until uh, it all, what has WWE would say, uh, all begins again. And it all basically begins again after WrestleMania. That's their new... WWE's new year basically starts in April and May. Yeah, it's April 8th this year. They're going to start all over. Yeah, so uh, moving on, um, let's talk about um, Aleister Black, which I'm going to... Um, I like Aleister Black. I do. Uh, I do think... I worry that people are going to compare him to being others, like another, like a gang girl, and they're going to kind of like, what's the word? Mid-card him? Mid-card him, and he's going to be forgotten about. But I do like him, and I honestly see um, Aleister Black, now don't get me wrong, this is just me talking, I do think they can start a winning streak with Aleister Black at Mania, kind of deal with Taker, and then just let it go for a little bit. They could do that. That man has the most devastating spinning back kick I've ever seen in my entire life. And if you need any any <laughs> any kind of like foresight on that, go back to NXT and watch that night that Johnny Gargano 
Oh confessed that he attacked him <laughs> when he kicked, I believe it was, I want to say it was Lars Sullivan. He kicked him in the face so hard he fell off the apron. And it's, it was such a hit that you were just like, oh, that's going to hurt. You know. Yeah, he slips with that kick, you're going to know about it. Yeah, and he, there was, there was a reason he was NXT champion. Yes. You know, nobody gets handed those titles. Those titles are earned, and you can see it every time somebody wins in the pictures that Hunter takes with them. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't just take pictures with these people because, oh, he won a championship. There's always something inspirational written there, you know, right. about them earning it. And I think the main roster could use a little more of that. But uh, that is not Hunter's place to do. Yeah. But he has done it for mm-hmm. his NXT people winning titles on the main roster. Aleister Black could be... You know, WWE champion. He's just got to break away from the pack. And right. as much as I love Ricochet... Let's, let's get into Ricochet. Sticking them, yeah. sticking them in a tag team may not be the smartest move for those two guys. Right off the bat on the main roster. But for now, I get it. And going to Ricochet, I'm not a big fan of constantly flipping, being in the air type of wrestling. I like, you know... I like somebody who can do a little bit of it all. And I do feel that Ricochet can, but WWE has to let that develop. Yeah. Like, as of right now, you only have Ricochet flying through the air. You only have him doing, you know, just... I love Ricochet, and I I don't know how else to explain it. I just... I, I want to see more from him in just high-flying spots and um, landing on your feet because you jump over the top rope. Yeah. I, I will say about Ricochet, first of all, if you've ever seen Scrubs... Okay. Mm-hmm. He reminds me way too much of Chris Turk. And every time I see his face, I go, oh, Chris Turk is out here. But it's a good thing because right, right. it's not like, oh, he looks like this guy. I'm just going to, you know, ignore him. You know, this guy can fly and he can he can do all this stuff. I, I prefer my wrestling on the very hardcore side. You know, I like weapons and whatnot. <laughs> but I think we all uh, I would be I would be willing to sit and watch someone fly through the air because that takes athleticism and that I like. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I love it. You know? I just want to see him do more yeah, other things besides. That's the thing, that's the thing about Ricochet. Um, I would like for him to win a title. I really would. I think him and Aleister Black are built for singles titles. But my biggest fear is that They've they've come out as a tag team and they're trying to get to know the main roster, but you have to be concerned about being in the tag team for too long. Being in the tag team for too long can can kill your singles career. You know? I mean these guys built singles careers, you know. Ricochet won the NXT North American Championship. Aleister Black was holding the, the NXT championship. They've proven that they're singles wrestlers. So yeah. to be put into a tag team the moment you walk into the main roster, even though you're getting to know the place, it can kill your singles career. It's a, those are all good uh, points. It, it, it's a good it's a good startup, but I just want them locked into it. Yeah. Um, Johnny Gargano. Okay. <laughs> so we're, we're going to talk about Ciampa last. Yes. And that is where I'll make my point about them messing up the NXT tapings mm-hmm. with this tag team that they've put back together. 
<coughs> and turn them face despite the fact that they're heels in NXT. Okay. Johnny Gargano can, has proven that he can fight in a singles title scene. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Now, you broke up this tag team a year ago to get him and the other guy in a singles title feud. Then you turned them heel right. on NXT. And they're still doing amazing work. Separately. They are. I feel like Johnny Gargano could end up in the wrong place if he's not careful. Yeah, that, I was saying that the other day to somebody I was talking to. Johnny Gargano has the potential to be um, the light heavyweight that wins the world title. However, he also has that momentum that if Vince gets bored really quickly, he's just going to find himself locked to 205. Yeah. And, and that's what I worry about with Gargano because I know he's got more talent than that. Yeah, And granted, for that roster, he would be... Fine, but this is not where he belongs. No, not at all. He belongs in the, at this point, I would say somewhere within the United States title picture or Intercontinental, but he's going to have basically the same problem that Daniel Bryan had winning the world title the first time. Yeah, I can see that uh, becoming a factor. Vince is going to look at him and go, you know, he's, he, he wrestles great, but he doesn't look so great. Right. And, that's not a, a knock on, on Johnny Gargano at all. That's not I mean, what I'm saying. Triple H should give him a nickname Johnny Wrestling because it was a nickname. Yeah. Johnny Gargano it. can do it all. He can high fly. He can be technical. He can be that badass if you need him to be. He's just... And my biggest worry is, you know, again, with, with Ciampa, you've put them back together now after they've finally broken away from being a tag team for so long. And they're just really establishing themselves. Tommaso did it a lot faster. But they're establishing themselves as singles wrestlers, but now you've got them wrestling as a tag team on the main roster. Yeah, it's going to confuse a lot of the, uh, of the tapings. But going into Ciampa, um, he's been an amazing NXT champion. He's a hell of a heel. hell of a heel. He's done a lot of work. Every once in a while, I still look at him as being WWE's attorney because uh, I, I still see him out the bear sometimes, and it does make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You can't take anything from him. But unfortunately, Ciampa has fell into the uh, the famous um, I have to vacate the title because I can't compete right now. Uh, Ciampa was just basically diagnosed with a neck injury that is going to pretty much put him on the shelf for a year, which definitely causes takeover for a huge rewrite. Exactly, because and now we'll go into the into what I was talking about earlier. Right now on the main roster, him and Gargano are f- a face tag team working together. Right. However, if you're following NXT in the next couple weeks, they're not only going to be not a face tag team, they're both heels and they're they're going to feud with each other up until takeover. Which now they're going to have to redo everything because there's no way everybody knows Ciampa's injured. Yeah. So how are you going to? run with the tapings you already filmed, and then all of a sudden you're going to hit takeover and go, oh yeah, he's not wrestling. They're probably going to uh, leave it be that his last match was with the, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but his last match was with the uh, the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Yeah. And then just pretend that the other tapings didn't happen. Yeah. Or they may even just, 
let the tapings run, and then just try to explain it away that he's not a takeover. Yeah. They'll probably vacate the title and do a, you know, this one versus that one, you know, match. There are a lot of people down in NXT that deserve that title. Um, I personally wouldn't slap it on Gorgano, especially if you're going to keep him on the main roster. I would personally, I can see them sticking it on Matt Riddle. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, if I would say if Velveteen didn't already have the North American Championship, I would say give it to him. You know, that, when he first, when, when Velveteen first started, I was kind of like, all right. Yeah, it's go with us. It's a over. Prince guy. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. He has impressed me, especially when they did that ladder match for the NXT North American Championship that Adam Cole won. Yes. And he did that, that spinning fireman's carry on the ladder. I have never cringed so hard and been so, at the same time, been so thrilled by something. Yeah. You know. They all got to show their skills in that match as well. Uh, I do feel that the NXT Championship deserves a little bit more credit for WrestleMania season now, because I do think that Ciampa and Gargano were going to tour down to Brooklyn Center. There's no doubt about it. Oh, no, those two... If you if you watch the last match they had against each other, when he pulled the mat off and dropped him on his head on the on the boards, that... That's a match. Oh, it was... To watch. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, definitely go back and look at that on the WWE Network if you have not. But, you know, let's... You know, There is one more call-up, and I don't want to call him a lost cause, because we're not really sure what's going on with him, but uh, Lars Sullivan has yet to debut. Now, I'm beginning to think that's not going to happen. And he was called up before the rest of them. Yeah, his his promo started before they were bringing up um, Cross, EC3, Lacey, and even uh, the Heavy Machinery. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there were big things planned for him. I don't know if you want to call it code feet. I don't know if you want to call it, maybe he got into words in the back. They're just not saying, but he was sent home for an anxiety attack before he was due out. Uh, the rumor was he was supposed to be facing John Cena at one point at Mania. That's obviously now off the table. Um, if 2K didn't constantly keep sticking me in rivalries with him <laughs> I would tend to forget that Lars was even there because it's not even like oh he was debuting now he's not it's oh he's coming he's gonna debut and then just silence right they don't even acknowledge it they did that stuff they did it with the Emelina thing remember yeah and it just ended up being Emma again yeah they ended up dropping it I don't think it's a lost cause but I feel like a lot of the work you've done has been undone Right. So he's going to have to, when, if he gets back... Clear, yeah, or whatever is going on with him. He's going to have to really, really work harder. He's going to have to work harder than everybody else. Because, unfortunately, if you if you are cold feet sent home, right. that, that leaves a mark on your record. It does. And you know how Vince is. Yeah, I mean, uh, not to compare Lars Sullivan to him. Um, because at least he had a couple matches on the main roster. Um, Lars Sullivan kind of reminds me of the way Nathan Jones came and left. Yeah. You know, and... (laughs) I just... I want Lars to succeed, I do. I do too. I would love to see Lars fight Braun. Yes. Or even... Lashley and... Yeah. 
Lashley. McIntyre. Hell, I'd love to see Lars fight Roman. Roman, yeah. You know, this... He has potential to be a big guy. And he does. You know, when they put when they put Braun by himself, everybody thought he was going to fail. And Braun has made himself essentially a household name on his own. You know. Yeah. And really... Especially be- when you go back and look at Braun Strowman. And, and the Wyatts. The Wyatts. Not even the Wyatts. You go back and look at Braun Strowman when he was just part of... Uh, the whole party crew with Adam Rose and yeah. how that weird weird that was. That that man went from being a dancing gladiator <laughs> to what I feel should be a world champion. And I do think he'll get there. I just I don't I don't know what Vince's niche is. Like it's almost like here's a taste of the breast ring and then we're like psych. Uh not just yet. And at this point I could I feel that that Braun could carry that title. But anyway, going back to Lars. So I don't know about a title for Lars, but Lars could essentially be doing what Braun is doing. Yeah, and, um, and if you're he's gonna, gonna have to prove yeah. himself all yeah. over again. And if you basically. do that, don't put him on Raw. Put him on SmackDown and let I him be SmackDown's Braun. Yes, I definitely agree with because that. Because Eric Rowan's kind of doing it on his own right now. Yeah. The way um, you pick that guy up and slam him on his face. Oh God! <laughs> um, sticking with WrestleMania season, uh, let's talk about um, the the Lord of Darkness himself, the future Hall of Famer, the Undertaker. Not announced for a massive share at all. Um, this will be the first WrestleMania in a few years where Taker has not been on the card. Uh, not saying that he won't be. But I think it's basically too late now to get something together for Taker so quickly. Um, they had rumor has it that he was supposed to face Elias, but Taker said, "What would be the meaning behind that?" I just don't want to. I don't want to take anything from Elias, but I just don't want to be throwing to anything either. Yeah, I mean, it's t- they could still throw something together. Look what they did with John Cena last year. You know, all Cena did was go out there and talk. Although not for nothing. You know, I may be a wrestling fan, but I'm not stupid. Even I would have suspected that calling The Undertaker out at WrestleMania would result in me getting beat up at WrestleMania. <laughs> like, I would right. have seen that coming for, for days. Yeah. Like, and he has nothing to really prove against anybody. Maybe Brock to get that win back, but at the same time, it's been a couple years. Yeah, you you, know. You're just kind of beating a dead horse at this point. Like, right. I don't think he's going to be... On the card. I think he'll be at Access in Brooklyn. Oh, I think he'll be at Access, of course. He'll be at Access to sign, you know, but I don't I don't see him being part of the card unless he shows up in somebody's match and interferes. But at this point, where do you put him? You're right. He's not going to show up and help John Cena. <laughs> um, speaking of John Cena, um, SmackDown has gotten pretty interesting. Um, we saw Kofi Kingston get replaced with Kevin Owens for this Sunday's Fast Lane, which um, I was a little pissed at first. But I'm confused. I, but I understand it. Um, I do think uh, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan gonna put in a hell of a match, but I also feel that. Maybe McMahon is deciding to give Kofi his moment at Mania. That's that's what I'm hoping. I mean, 
again, we'll, we'll call up, you know, fantasy booking. If I was going to book it, if this is what you're doing, then Kofi should win at WrestleMania. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. Years ago, when he was feuding with Randy Orton, Kofi was main event material. And then they just kind of dropped it and forgot about it. Threw him with the New Day, which was fun for a four-year run. Yeah, which but, they've stayed together for a very long time. And I keep thinking to myself, how are they going to break these guys up? Because all good things must come to an end, right? In wrestling, real life. Yeah. You know, this is this is what it is. But then, at the same time, the New Day is all about the, about the kids. And, you know, Vince isn't stupid when it comes to his fan base. This is true. Um, and our truth has been doing the famous United States Championship Challenge. Um, he won two matches out of, I believe, and then ended up in a giant triple threat where Samoa Joe captured the United States Championship. It was a fatal four-way. Mysterio? Yes, it was the... No, Mysterio. Was it our truth? Samoa Joe and I think Kalisto. Maybe. Yeah, so I think it was Kalisto. Um, was, was it Jeff? No, no, Jeff, it was Kalisto. Jeff, yeah. Um, you might just got corrected, but Samoa Joe is your new United States can, champion. Can we just acknowledge the the greatness of our truth when he made that challenge? And then Samoa Joe came out, and he looks up and he screams, Damn you, John Cena! <laughs> because he didn't think he was going to have to do it more than once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if this isn't a setup for a triple threat at WrestleMania for the United States title, then... I don't know what is. Yeah, like, I don't know how else you could do it. I am hearing R-Truth, Cena, and Samoa Joe for United States title, which I would be okay with, um, providing the right person gets put back over. And it definitely should be Joe. Joe should walk out of that title. Joe's yeah. worked hard enough for a singles run with any title. This is the first title he's won on the main roster, and he's been up there for yeah, he's been almost up there two for years. Two years, yeah. Which, when I thought about it, I thought to myself, no, 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 he's won. And I went back through it, and I was like, oh my god, he hasn't won anything. Right. I How mean, has he not won anything until now? He's had a lot of injuries on the main yeah. roster. You know, that kept, kept him from being talked about. But not mainly, you know. he did. He's doing okay. Um, let's see what else we got today. Um, we can talk, let's talk, going back to Fired, I know we were, we, uh, did that already, but there was one person I wanted to say about getting fired and why, if anybody actually was wondering, that did not read up on it yet. Um, Arn Anderson. Oh, yeah. Arn Anderson, um... Unfortunately, he made a bad business call and basically let an intoxicated Alicia Fox wrestle at a house show that could have gotten somebody hurt. And uh, Vince obviously has a bad tolerance for this and was like, absolutely not. What were you thinking? Um, and this isn't Alicia Fox's first time doing this. Yes. Doing this. Um, WWE has offered Alicia Fox help. Uh, Alicia Fox has not responded. I don't even know if Alicia Fox is on the road to him at this point. Uh, I know her, her Instagram posts were going strong for a while. Now she's starting to fade off. So maybe this is it. Um, but, I do wish Alicia Fox the best. But she's at her almost 11 year mark. She's had a good run. 
I just want to see her get herself together. Yeah, I mean, this is a publicly traded company. Yeah. So Vince is not wrong. No, not at all. And um, this is this is like your worst nightmare. If yeah. somebody had gotten hurt like really bad, where's the press gonna go? Right, and Honor said obviously made the wrong call, and he should have thought about more about it through. And I hate to bring up past stuff, but when you are backstage, and you even get questioned by Jeff Hardy for saying, "Arn, what were you thinking?" And Jeff Hardy, if you go back and watch TNA, that match would sting. That match would sting. It it almost it really almost hurt Jeff, and that was Jeff's wake up call. Yeah. Now, maybe Alicia Fox feels embarrassed, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't televised. Maybe, um... At this, at this point, with social media, just because you aren't televised doesn't mean everybody's not going to know about it. Right. Um, maybe she's seeking help on her own. Maybe WWE is helping her out, which I do hope. And, um... You know, look at, look at it's done for, uh... For a lot of the legends... Yeah. I've gotten help through WWE. I mean, it's unfortunate that Alicia Fox, uh, I mean, excuse me, it's unfortunate, it's unfortunate on Anderson lost Jaguars for making a bad call, but you know what? It was the right call because you can't I mean, have that happening. I mean, he may, Arn may have seen her and thought she was okay to go, but at the end of the day, you know, that's, unfortunately, even though you're calling the show, that's still not your call. Right. You, you know, know, he should and, have been addressed more professionally. Judging... Judging by from what I've I've read up on and heard about from the rumors, if he was even a little worried, Vince should have got that phone call before she went out there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and that's that's on him. And the last thing to talk about in the wrestling um, part of the show is, uh, as you know, like you keep saying, if you can't stress enough, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Um. Rick Flair just had his seven. Oh wait, excuse me, this went up here last thing because I just remember something else as well. But we'll catch that in a second. Uh, but Rick Flair just had his seventieth birthday celebration, and that being said, let's talk about this for a second here. Um, Batista basically interrupted it. Looked into the camera, grabbed as close as you can, and said to Triple H, Do I have your attention now, Hunter? My first question was, When did Drax get here? <laughs> it's a good way to talk about it. Um, but uh, having said that, Batista and Triple H is going to be an amazing match. The promo that Triple H cut on Batista on Raw was. Amazing to me. Was amazing to me. Um, like that's how you set up a feud. That's WrestleMania. exactly. Although I've been saying since they did that whole evolution thing, that it was going to culminate at WrestleMania because you can't just start a feud like that in the ring and never pay it off. I mean, they could have waited a year to right. do it, but right now the iron's hot. It's time to strike. You know, it's not like. Ah, it'll be here next year because next year he could be out filming and then he can't do it. Right now, they, without spoiling Avengers, if you have not seen at this point, you know, Dave's schedule is open right now. Right, for the time being and Triple H and Batista are going to turn the house down. Yeah, and I know there's another Guardians coming at the end of this year, supposedly. 
yeah. next year. Yeah, I think it was. But that doesn't year. start filming until summer, after, I believe. Yes, yeah, summer. So you have this very small window to make this happen. I think they're going to tear it apart. But Absolutely. If they're going to do it, they should do something other than a one-on-one. I would even say. Do you remember that match between Umaga and Triple H? At Cyber Sunday. Yeah, put somebody in your put them put somebody in your corner for each one just just to have it. I would say. Well, no, I'm I'm saying Triple H and Umaga and Triple H threw a sledgehammer at him. Right. Make it hard. Make it the final match because make Batista's, it a hardcore match. Yeah. Let them let them tear each other apart. Just it's got to be a war. It can't just be oh you hurt my friend. Now we're gonna have a pinfall match. Yeah, no. It's you know, got to, it's got to I mean would, something. I would book it Last Man Standing or Falls Count Anywhere or something. There's a little bit more bill they can run toward it. Yes. Um, They've maybe got, uh, Triple H will come out at Fastlane and discuss, hey, uh, I like the way this match went. We're going to start this and have Batista just attack him. Yeah. Like, or even just have Batista show up on Raw. Right. And I'm sure Dave has things to do. Yeah, he's gone. Um, it's not... I do it's, think he'll be around. I, mean, I don't think he's going to pull up Brock. He's going to pull yeah. around for a little bit. Brock, I think, but, is scheduled um, for one more Monday. But that's beside the point. But to end the wrestling part of it, um, we can't forget about the food that everybody's talking about. Ronda, Becky, Charlotte. Uh, the fact that everybody cheered for Ronda for one second... When she came back to title back and all of a sudden hated her because she all of a sudden turned heel in the most, like, worst way I've ever seen possible in my entire life. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm, I'm biased in this one because, you know, I, I'm, I'm Team Becky at this point. Like, she, she won me over. So... I do love Becky, but I wouldn't mind seeing Charlotte hold the title one more time. Yeah. Although I'm still burned out from her and Sasha trading that title back and forth across pay-per-views five times each last year. Yeah. Like, at, you you can't play hot potato with a title, especially when it's still brand new. Right. Because then everybody's going to go, oh, look at the, uh, I wonder who the champions were. And you're going to see the same name six times. And you're like, wait. And then they're going to start saying, oh, she's a six-time champion. Alexa Bliss made that title very relevant. Yes, she did. Um, But that's a different story for a different day. We're talking about the man, Becky Lynch, the uncontrollable Ronda Rousey. And the queen. The queen. The minute I walked through the door, future Hall of Famer because of just who I am. Yeah. Charlotte. Um, Although I will, I will say, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people with the name power of, of, of their parents. Right. You know, in the rest of his. But Charlotte has earned it. They could, they could walk in and go, well, I'm, I'm related to this person, so I should get this. Yeah. And Charlotte actually worked for it, and she that did. is why, I respect Charlotte. I don't, I don't look at her and go, ugh. It's just Ric Flair's daughter. And Charlotte really? wasn't supposed to be the wrestler. She uh, did it in honor of her brother who had passed away. And I actually remember him in WCW. I do too. Um, Reed is very, very missed. But um, moving on. Um, the feud between Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda has to pick up a little bit more. I do love where it's going. Um, we've only seen Ronda attack Becky at this point. There's no contact between Charlotte and Ronda. No, Becky's been going after Charlotte because they're still getting their, their rounds. And it's almost like it's almost like two sides of a triangle trying to fight each other and nobody ever connects. Yeah. You know? 
And then the main question I have about all this is, I want to see it happen. I'll be there live. Do you want to see Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda close the show? Should they close WrestleMania? I think I think the women, women of wrestling in general, have been working very hard to this point. I don't see why they can't. It's, I mean, if if Taker had something and they decided to go with Taker at the end of the night, right? I could respect that. But I don't see their match being any any lower on the card, right? Because then you're just saying, "Oh, you guys have been you know working this hard. We got your tag titles. You know, you got." Championships on both shows, you're a big part of the show, but we're still going to book you third. Yeah, I think... I want Becky to take it. I do. Because I think I think her first run with the SmackDown title was kind of... Screwy. Yeah, they kind of screwed her, jerked her around a little bit, you know? I. Th- but at the same time, if Ronda's leaving... Yeah, Ronda's, uh, for those of us that were just discussing this, Ronda is supposed to be taking some time off um, to pursue um, happier things, I would say. She wants to uh, start a family, which I'm okay with. Yeah, um, Ronda's done a lot in a she year. Has. She has. I mean, she's come a long way. And she she straight up earned it. You know, yeah. she just needs she didn't to work on her promo work. I will I will say that. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Um, her and Becky, if they weren't trying to kill each other inside the ring and you know on Instagram and Twitter, which I really hope is keeping is part of the story. Oh, yeah. Because they've gone so far. They went that I was, personal a lot. They did. Yeah, they went so personal that I, I started to wonder where the line was. And judging by some things I have rumorly heard, I think Vince has been asking himself the same question. <laughs> like, yeah. Because supposedly him and Rhonda and Becky were told to cool it. Yeah. Because uh, they Rhonda were going has been too told far. a few times to watch the mouth. Yeah. Especially live. On social media. Yeah. Um, the problem is, uh, which goes back to the, again to them being a publicly traded company. Right, you got to be careful. Exactly, because anything can be taken out of context. And like I said, when Rhonda suddenly comes out of nowhere and uses you know the word fake, right, and then says the next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that's that's a line that wrestling does not usually cross. So I'm all for realism. But I'm also all for people keeping their jobs. So <laughs> I agree with that. Especially Becky and Rhonda. And yeah. And, um, and Charlotte. I feel like Charlotte was tacked into this feud and she's just kind of playing catch up with the other two. Yeah. <laughs> because the other two have been doing this for months. Yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte just kind of got dropped into a feud. It's kind of like being dropped behind enemy lines. Where both sides hate each other enough that you're just in the middle of the crossfire. Yeah. Like you might as well exactly. just pack up and go home because you're going to get killed by somebody. Yeah, or as Becky would say, she's going to break your arm. Yeah. <laughs> Ron is just going to punch you in the face. <laughs> and that's not a real arm bar. No, um, yeah. Let me tell you something. I've had somebody give me that, that, that disarmor type thing. That hurts. That's, that's an arm bar. I mean, it's yeah, not a no, professional fighting so She can fighting break your arm on impact. She can. But that is the wrestling side of our news. Um, I am going to cut this podcast short. But right behind it is going to be a part two um, because I'm reaching that 60-minute mark. Uh, so the wrestling side of it is completely done. Stick with us because right behind this one will be a part two. Um, thank you for joining us. We, we will return with the part two right following this. So again, when you're if you're listening, 
uh, what, now if listening, where you're listening, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Over Podcast, um, Overcast, Google Play. Thank you. I can't say that enough, Joey. I can't thank you enough for joining me again, and it won't definitely won't be the last time. Oh no, you can't get rid of me. <laughs> I am everywhere. But there will be a short part two to this, following this right afterwards. And thank you guys so much again. And LJH out.